All right. And uh, we are live. We're live. We're here. Uh, this is episode number six of the Archiving Technical Theater History uh, uh, show here. We got going on. We are currently in Theater One at the National Academy for the Performing Arts uh, on a Sunday. Um, and I am sitting here uh, with my guest, Mr. Peter Craig. Uh, he is a, uh, an all-around theater person, specializes in lighting, um, and uh, I'm really glad to have the opportunity to, to speak with you and uh, share your experience. Um, uh, we met uh, a few years ago yeah. um, at the Little Carib, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and the Little Carib is a, is a small, what would you say, 100 50 Yeah, roughly 150. We did some renovations, so it's probably roughly about 200. Okay, and how long has that theater been around? Oh, that's a good question. That has been around probably maybe over 30, or 30 years, probably. Yeah. 30 years. And more, yeah, yeah. I believe so. And um, the Little Carib uh, serves as, it's a, it's more of a community-esque yeah, exactly. type, type theater. Yes, it is. They don't really do producing on their own, like they don't have like a, a company that's the little carib theater company that no. that produces their their own shows right things like that but you've you've seen a large arc of of change in that but i don't want to blather on so please introduce yourself to uh the to, to the folks who are listening here um what can i say i'm peter craig um, done technical theater for the past, let's say, 20 so years, been involved in theater for uh, roughly about 30 years. Um, I started off basically in, on the stage doing school theater work and acting and stuff. Um, I directed for probably about two years and I just dived into the technical side, started to just see things differently, mm -hmm. for want of a better word. Um, I started to look at detail more and started to get involved in design, um, also for set. And then once that comes into play, then you started to look at the lighting for the set, because there's a particular way you want this set to be seen. And as a result of that, I started to get more involved in lighting. And I think from there, just, it's just history. I started to just do more stuff, more lighting, more designs. Um, I did technical theater at UWE. And... Then I stayed on board and started to work as a demonstrator there. Continually worked with the students in developing um, the whole stagecraft and, and the whole program itself. And got involved in, at, at the CARB, for one of the productions that we did. I think it was Maria Antonia. And just started to grow from there. Um, became senior technician started to change over the entire grid and then started to make recommendations for different theaters going and upgrading spaces and you know stuff like that so you've been certainly had your your hands for many years in the in the community of uh of theater that's of trinidad then oh uh, yeah i can say so okay um i know that uh, uh that you said you said you started um in school mm -hmm. um was it uh, a a when, when you were in primary school, secondary school? Actually, it wasn't primary. Yeah, it, it all started as a, um, <laughs> believe it or not, I started singing because I started in the choir, school choir. Mm -hmm. And that was my first experience in Queen's Hall because we had this, this big um, 
I can't even remember what it was so long ago, but it was a school get-together or cantata with different schools. It was a competition somewhat. Mm-hmm. And I remember we sang in Queen's Hall. And that was such a big experience because when you're like probably 10, the world is huge. So that was a massive theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah for, for people who are, are not familiar, uh, Queen's Hall is one of the premier uh, theaters that's here um, in the Port of Spain area. Mm-hmm. Um, it is in constant use. It is where a lot of people uh, go for everything from dance mm-hmm. uh, dance shows to community recitals to... Even graduations. Even graduations, yeah. yep. It is... Uh, it's, been around since the 50s i think yeah it's probably one of the, the first big theaters in trinidad mm-hmm. so it's been there for quite a while yep and it and like i said it's in it's in constant use so it, it's a prime uh it's prime theater to try and get to get into mm-hmm. right now um so that experience of uh, being on stage uh as a, as a as a child um got you motivated uh, initially, the wonderment of it all. Kind of thing. Yeah, it was. And, um, and then after that, I think that that was where it started, just getting the interest in it. And then getting involved, that was on the singing level, and then started to act. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes you just realize you just, you're good at it mm-hmm. without even trying. Okay. So um, you, you found that you had a, an aptitude for so it. So I had a, yeah, basically. Um, I didn't realize that the technical side, because at that time, it, that was nowhere near. Uh-huh. The whole working of it, it was just you go on stage, you do what you had to do. But then as I got older, I started to get a little more curious mm-hmm. about the whys and how and can this happen and why is it happening and how is it happening more so. So I started to get more involved and started to look more closely at the, the framework of the whole thing. Did uh, did you have someone, a teacher, uh, 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 someone in particular who... Uh, Said, "Hey, uh, you know, you seem kind of interested in this technical, technical business. Um, come on, I'll, I'll, I'll show you a little bit more. Was there anybody in particular, or was well, it a group not, not at the time? I mean, that was the unfortunate thing. Before they had people who were involved in it, mm-hmm. um, but it was never considered to be a, like a career. It was just a hobby, something you did on the side. Okay. Um, I mean, even now, sometimes you you still wonder where is it going." But I think people are taking it a little more seriously and, and looking at it as careers and there's careers and if now and now there's a course that teaches it. But before you didn't have that, it was just the the, the desire and the, the drive and the love for it. You mm-hmm. got involved and and you try to link up with whoever is doing a, some play or something and, and you're just waiting to volunteer. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter what time, whether you're getting paid or not, you just, just wanted to be there. And I think that, that drive, um, there was nobody that showed the interest, but you had to show the interest. Okay. But one thing, one good thing is that they, they never turned you away. Once mm-hmm. you showed the answers and you were, you, you, you were available, they facilitated. I think, that's, I think that's important no matter what, where you are in the world. Exactly. It's like if you show an interest and, you know, you hang around long enough, people will be like, hey, you know, why, why don't you come join us and, yeah. you know, we'll, 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 we'll show you how, the, how, this do, how this is done or how this works. Um, did you ever get involved in uh, a mass at all, or or was that, or were you just more like I want to do the this this theater thing as opposed to the the big festivals and, and things like that? Yeah, um, I wanted to do theater. I started. I wanted to do mass later on, but theater no. I was just focused on theater pretty well. Okay, it's just the fascination of that. Um, I mean, as a result of that, then you kind of linked up with costume designers and mass makers and stuff, and then that stood up a different interest. That was only 
after. Before, I never thought about maths. Okay. Um, now you went to, did you, you, from secondary school, you went to, did you go, you went to UWE? Um, no, actually, I went, at the time it was John Donaldson Technical Institute, so I did machine shop there. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was totally out. Because again, you, you never really looked at theater as a, a something that you would pursue. It was just something you did at the side. So my real thing was machine shop and, and chemical engineering and started to go down that road. Mm -hmm. um, and somehow I just, I worked at Gormley's Engineering for like about five years. And after, I don't know, it, it, it just didn't feel right for want of a better word. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, you know, I'm doing this because... Yeah, you're you know, doing it because. It, it pays the bills. But then at the end of the day, this is really what I want to do. Yeah. You know? So you spent five years as a mechanical engineer. Well, training, training as training. a machinist and, okay. and leading down that road. I, but it never went further than that. Do you, do you ever, nowadays, do you ever look back and go, not necessarily what if, but boy, you know, if I hadn't had that experience and that, that really reaffirmed my my desire to go into the performing mm -hmm. arts or something like that? I, I think nowadays I, I, I'm grateful for all the experiences because that is, when you look back at it, you really realize this is what helped to shape you in thinking a particular way and moving a particular way. Mm -hmm. um, looking back, I, I, what I would have changed, boy? That's an interesting question. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, it's like if you, if you change one thing, will you have... Exactly. Made this decision. Would you, mm -hmm. you know, it's the, do I turn, if I had turned left instead of turning right, if right. I had done, if I had said this or was a few, a few minutes later. Oh, was it inevitable? I would have done here no matter what path I've taken. Yeah. 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 Cause I, 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 I scratch my head a lot of times because <laughs> there are days where I'm like, how in the heck did I end up here? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what, what in the universe said, hey, man, you know what? This is, have you ever considered you. going to this place that's really small on the map and checking it out? Again, I never would have crossed my mind. Um, so you, you know, so you've 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 found your you found your kind of calling. You know, this is what what you want to do, and this is as you and you continue to pursue it to this day. Obviously, yeah. um, what uh, what changes have you said? You because you mentioned um, how. At one time, is perceived more as a hobby and less as a career. Um, what uh, what what have you seen change? Is it the the companies are now investing in it? Is it because now that there's a little bit more school programs that that mm -hmm. uh, are willing to teach it? What what do you think has been the the biggest change? Um, well, honestly, you get you get paid now. <laughs> get <laughs> it's paid. definitely the pay, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're really seeing um, a lot more interest in it. Uh, they, they have a lot more investments in it, um, mm -hmm. especially in the schools where they're actually teaching theater in schools. Mm -hmm. So, and then with, with film and, and all that stuff, people are now really investing and, and more conscious that well, you can make it with that. Well, it's, it's uh, with all the, the now, the, the avenues of getting information out with social media, um, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be. Um, I have, learn more about more of the the film industry here i've learned more about uh some of the the plays that are going mm -hmm. on little companies that mm -hmm. you know um i've never i never heard of just because of sheer ignorance i mean it's i i also don't travel down to to south a lot i don't right. necessarily and that that seems to be a a challenge for a lot of people here as well um i know that there are 
there's kind of a divide here mm. between people who are up here in the in the Port of Spain area and then people in the south. It's like two separate identities. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you find is uh, misunderstood about say the the southern region? Why why more people should you know maybe make the travel down there? That is interesting because I I, I don't see it's a different culture. Um, it's just a mindset, and it's it's hard to say from this end because I'm mostly north. Mm-hmm. But when you speak to them, they will tell you, you know, we have everything down there. Why we have to go all the way up there and we have all the facilities? But it's a more laid back kind of relaxed. It's like just like Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago is right there, but yet still you find that Tobago people are more. Oh, don't worry, we. As we're saying, in the, there's, a, there's a light that's, that's slowly starting to, 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 whoops, slowly starting to go out. And uh, but the man, the, the beauty of of, of of live recording, but we'll leave this in. It, it adds to the ambiance. Yeah, of course. Uh, um, but back to um, right. What yeah, you were saying. You, you, know, you, it's it's sort of, sort of like a lead back, whereas in Trinidad it's more fast paced. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's similar down south. It's more relaxed and family oriented kind of thing. In comparison to up north, it's more of a faster pace, and I think it's still family, but more business kind of thing. Okay. From my experience, that is. Okay, because I've I've had the experience of going down to uh, see work at the the Naparima Bowl, for example. Right. And it's a really amazing space. Uh, it's a it, it's a full fly house. Um, the, the community obviously invests in it. They mm-hmm. did a recent um, upgrade of, of seating and, and the amenities there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the few spaces that has an outdoor um, amphitheater. amphitheater. Yes. Yeah, which, mm-hmm. is, which is really amazing. And it's a kind of a shame that um, it doesn't get the publicity that, uh, the, that, you know, to draw at least again, in my, my narrow view of it, draw more people down there. But um, speaking of, of publicity, um, there is always a lot of things going on. I find that uh, uh, one of the things that kind of gets lost in the mixes are these shows because we're, if you're driving down the road or you're listening to the radio, you're inundated with um, a lot of things about fets or parties or, or things like that. Come to this club, come to things like that. Um, you uh, you have an association with uh, UE, which is the um, uh, University of the West Indies, All right? Um, and I know that they do a lot of good work for what they do with their language center and their programs and things mm-hmm. like that. How did you get involved with uh, with with UE and uh, that whole business? Well, the thing is, it it started by being a student there. Um, okay, I was there doing technical theater, and it was so funny because a lot of the other practitioners who were already involved in the field was in the batch that I was in in that particular year. So it was really amazing to see that because we had some icons who were there for quite a while who had a world of experience. And you're still coming in, in to do the program. And for me, that was amazing because I remember looking at one and saying, wait, I know you, what are you doing here? And you see, just laughed. They said the same thing you're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> when the paper, because, you know, again, that time it was just the, the sheer desire to just get it done. You, you forgot about, you know, whether you were certified or what. It didn't matter. Uh-huh. You just got involved. Do you think that uh, this idea of certification is kind of overdone where it's, 
you know, we're too, we're now becoming too reliant on having a piece of paper. Yes, it is. It okay. is um, because a number of the graduates that that have come in, um, some of the basics, they, they don't even have. I mean, you have the paper, yes, but that's one thing. But taking it from page to stage is two different things. Mm. And when you put them in a practical environment, how they function is important. I mean, you can't write a whole five hundred with you know, essay or thesis on how to rig. You need to go up there and actually rig the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get it done. Right. Um, and there were a lot of challenges, sometimes some simple blockings. Um, you know, it's, it was not practical when you come into the space. So these were some of the things that is lacking. And, and yes, they will tell you, you know, they have the degree, they have their associates, they have the BA, they have the masters. But yet when you put them in a practical environment, it, it, it didn't work. You couldn't apply it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know, I know that um, uh, I've heard many times that the a degree, or I'm, I've, I've started to think this, that the degree is not a completion of something. It's the beginning of something. It's where we're, we're saying, now you're ready to really study what, it, what, what you're about to do, which is going out into the real world and putting into practice mm-hmm. what all these basics you learn. Basics learned. Learned, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that as a, we are both teachers, obviously, mm-hmm. um, for our respective schools, um, you at UE and me here at uh, UTT. And what, as, as a teacher, one of the things that I tend to run across is having to be a bit of a cheerleader and, a, you know, and not in a rah-rah kind of way, but to try and be like, mm-hmm. look, it's okay to, to some students to be like, this stuff isn't going to be bad for you. You know, if you're a musician, mm-hmm. you want to be a musician, that's great. If you want to be a dancer, go be a dancer, that's great. Right. But, you know, when we teach stagecraft, because you, you, you lead a stagecraft. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I find that I have to every so often reassure the students that, like, it's like eating your vegetables. You know, <laughs> the vegetables aren't bad for you. They're actually really good for you. You know, appreciate them. You're going to eventually, maybe at some point later in life, come back to them and, and have to have to enjoy them again mm-hmm. because maybe the maybe one day while you're putting on your local show you know right. you someone needs you to pitch in to do something at least you have you know a little tool in your toolbox yeah. um, what do you find yourself telling the, the the students that you get to get to work with um, one of the key things is um, I try to mention don't let a paper define who you are or a person define who you are you find out what, what it is that you want to do. Why are you really, why are you really here? Mm-hmm. I mean, if this is what you want to do, get, in, get into it. Don't wait for me to come and cheer you on or um, somebody to come and say, okay, you're good at this, and, or me to give you a paper indicating, yeah, you're capable of. Get the knowledge, get the understanding, and you do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because there's something in you that, that have you here in the first place. You have to figure out what that is. We're here to guide you. But I can't tell you that this is for you or this is not for you. Mm-hmm. Who were the who were the strong influences for you that uh, kind of pointed the way as opposed to telling you how to do it? Um, believe it or not, um, one one of the key people I had I got involved with and I saw. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember his name just now. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those moments. Like, yeah, one of the, no, because they have they had a lot, really. Yeah, uh-huh. but um, is one one key person 
I remember meeting Curtis Beecham for the first time. Curtis Curtis Beecham. Beecham. Okay. Yeah, he was. He's. He is actually currently the technical director for Queen's Hall. And that was like an. Uh... No, you keep talking. Oh, okay. You keep talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. oh, you locked out for a while. No, no. It's, <laughs> it's just taking care of All right. this business. You can keep talking. Yeah, so, okay. um, yeah, so I met him for the first time and, and he explained and I saw some of the, the lights that he did and he explained something and it was just, you know, that, that drive and that understanding and he was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that stood up my curiosity. Mm-hmm. And it kind of made me say, hey, yeah, but this could be done because the thing he was doing is something that you would actually see in, in a, a theater with film, but he's doing it live. Mm-hmm. And then talking with him and hearing the, the stuff that you went through and stuff, and, and that was the challenge. And then the other person was, was Nolly, also from Queens, so he was the lighting technician there. This is uh, Nolly Whiskey. Yeah. Now, no, Nolly is uh, officially retired, right? Well, no, yes. <laughs> yeah, Nolly no, 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 Whiskey was, is and, uh, and always will be kind of a, a really pivotal person in um, production. I mean, mm-hmm. he rented and still does. I mean, I, I think his son has taken over the, the business portion of it, or oh, okay. I, I believe. Um, someone will correct me. Mm-hmm. But um, no, Nolly, Nolly uh, is, is great. If you needed something, um, he was always there to, yeah. to, to really um, help you out. Um, really generous, generous person. Um, and we absolutely wish him a, a happy retirement yes. <laughs> after, after many years. Now, that, now, there's a person who uh, probably has a lot of really great stories about the, oh, yeah. the changes of, of what's happened over the years. Um, I like he he was one of the first people I met as well. Right when I came here uh, uh, years ago, when my first incursion here into Trinidad, which was in two thousand for um, Panorama. Oh right. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, but anyway, I'm sorry. So Curtis Bachin and Nolly Whiskey, um, two primary influences. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what? So you're still working, obviously. Yeah. today uh i know that uh i'm uh, i'm grateful to to get you on uh, on a sunday because i know that our schedules are not always the easiest to, mm-hmm. to to work around um i know that uh ue has uh, a play festival going on right now but it had the festival of plays which was last week this okay. week we just finished festival of movement okay so, so the last performance was actually um at the carib last night okay and, and then we have festival of scenes currently going on okay so Festival of Player Plays, You're right? Which was which is all student work, new work. All student work, not all of them new. Um, okay. You know, some, yeah. But um, and that was we did like six plays within three days. Okay. So the students got a chance to go and direct the play and, and basically general management too, because it's not just about directing. It's about how you manage the, the whole production management stuff. And and this is all done at the the Carib, or is this done? No, at actually, the, that is done on campus itself at the um, the resource center. Resource center, okay. Yeah. And then the festival of movement is more of a like a dance show. It's more of a dance show. Okay, and that was done at the Carib. That was done at the Carib. Okay, uh, and then you said the festival of scenes. Right, so festival of scenes that takes place on campus itself throughout the campus, mm-hmm. whereas the other shows would have taken place in the theater itself or okay. in, the, in a theater-like space. Okay. This was done 
throughout the campus where and, and in the department itself where the directors would choose a spot where they would want to stage their performance. Okay. And we allow them that. We try to facilitate as much as we can. So if the students want to do a show in an atrium, they can. They can. If yes. they want to do it in outside on the on the sidewalk. They can do that. Okay. Wow, that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I know that uh, uh, there's a there's a famous uh, uh, sonographer and designer named Jean Guy Lacat, and uh, I think it's on from one of his books. He says um, the only thing you need is a space to do theater. You don't need anything else. You just need a space, and I think that's cool. I think mm -hmm. I think that's one of the hangups I have. Uh, recently, I, th I know I've been converted on a lot of things. Hmm. That's one of the, the bigger things. It's like we get a little too hung up on it has to have seats, it has to have exactly. this, it has to be this. It's like, look, let's just do it. In, yeah. we, we just need a, a space to do and it. right. You just need the space, the character, and the audience, even if it's an audience with one. Yep. And to put on a performance. And yeah. I have I have been in those shows where there's more people in the, in the cast than there are in the audience. Yeah, in the audience, exactly. Uh, uh, there's a, there was a show that uh, we did, um, and the 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 name it completely escapes me. But it was at the it was at the Armory Theater at on the campus of the University of Illinois, mm -hmm. and uh, oh, something about Albert Knobs. Oh, dang it, I, I can't remember. But uh, I remember being in that in that show. I was terrified. I got roped into it, wow. or actually, I probably roped myself into it. <laughs> but I remember there was like seven or eight people in the cast, and we did two shows. And I think the most we had in the audience was five people. Mm, it was wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was rough. It was rough, but it was a learning experience. I mean, yeah, you exactly. Gotta, you know, I mean, everyone gets kind of worried about. Well, why don't we have a hundred people, or mm. why don't we have this? It's just like, look, you you got to manage your expectations sometimes. You know, yeah. it's. It's like our theater programs or, or and design programs and whatnot. It's like everyone wants an immediate result, and it's just it doesn't work like no, that. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. It's like, you know, I students have to have to fail just as much as we have to fail. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. our goal is to get our failures out sooner. You know, get it out of the way, and now let's get to the success. At least that's kind of my thinking. Yeah, no, you're right because um, I remember my. <laughs> As, as a theater practitioner, mm -hmm. I my first experience was terrible. I went into Central Bank and it was the worst experience. It was a nightmare, but that was a, a, also a, a pivotal point because it's one of the two things. Either you give up at that point or you continue and get better. Mm -hmm. I remember going in and I was co-directing with the, the production and I went in and I had no lighting designer, not just have an idea and thinking, well, okay, these guys would support it and say, yeah. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. And they said, no, you need a designer. And I said, well, yeah, but all we need is just this. And they said, okay, well, it doesn't work like that. I said, well, how does it work? And then they pulled out the sheet and the plot, and I couldn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> and so they said, well, this is what you do. You choose your fixes. Let us know what's going on. And wow. we would set it up. And and I'm so and they realized I hesitated. And I was just fumbling around. And said, do you understand what's going on? And I said, I have no clue what's going on here. I said, okay. But what we can do, this as basic as we can give you. And I said, okay. And I said, well, could I keep this? He said, oh, yeah, you can go ahead. I said, okay, because we'll have this discussion again. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by, um, again, one of the things that I had to learn when I, when I, when I moved here mm -hmm. was 
putting my Americanness aside right. and say, I have, as an American trained in America, I have this expectation. Right. And because this is how it's done, what are you talking about? And, you know, that was a, at least two years of banging my head against them <laughs> and going, wait, 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 wait. I, they don't have a problem. I have the problem. I'm not mm -hmm. seeing it through their process. Yeah. And so um, there are certain things I, I, I feel that are unique to the process of how things are done here. I don't necessarily think they're the most efficient. I don't think they're the, the most, I don't know, let's say, um, uh, less stressful ways, <laughs> but, but, but inevitably, you know, it's one of those things where they, they get done. Yeah. Um, I, I would be curious to know is if there is something about the, the process that's done here, if there was something you could encourage people to, to look at and, and change and reassess, what, what would be something that, uh, you would like to see, um, hmm. Um, that, that, that would have to be on the service level, you know, if I have to say it. Because okay. I think, yeah, because even as, as, and I share that with a lot of people too, because as a new person coming in to the field, um, I don't think we are as, as welcoming or as accommodating as we should be, no matter who it is, because you'd have people from, um, different genres, different, you know, areas where they've had different experiences come in. And not because you've done it a particular way. We should, this is it and that's that's it. I'm not taking any advice. I'm not listening to you. I think we're supposed to be a little more uh, accommodating mm -hmm. and try and see if we can work with to get the, the, the job done in comparison to this is how we do it and that's it. And if you can't conform to that, well, then you have an issue and you need to work that out. Um, I've seen it. I, I've experienced it as, as a young technician. Um, I've seen it happen to other people coming into the field, whereby they come and, and yes, I mean, it makes the process easier. And some of them, they're cool. Some of them have attitudes. The ones with the attitudes, of course, you, you deal with that based on. But there are some who are really genuinely ignorant of certain things. Mm -hmm. And we need to try and see if we can help to educate them in those areas so that when they go out now, they will go to better understanding in comparison to um, just think they have a problem. I think we just keep saying you have a problem and you need to work it out rather than saying, okay, even if there is a problem, it may, it may not be there, but let's see how we can work it out to get the job done at the end of the day. So if it's something we need to just probably assess ourselves in the service area, how we go about dealing with stuff. Because okay. we have the infrastructure. I think we have everything that is needed. It's mm -hmm. just we don't have to use it. Yeah, that's a way. All right. Um, I know that... Uh, so at saying that, uh, do you think it's... Uh, that there needs to be more opportunities for people to practice or more new play festivals or more play readings or, or things like that? Or is it, you think it's something else? I think it's something else because I, I mean, everybody has these, these plays and, and all these different things that do to help to build awareness and, and understanding and give you more experience. Mm, but again, if we in ourselves don't, um, I don't want to incriminate anything or anybody, but if we in ourselves don't really go on and assist as mm -hmm. we should, support as we should, mm -hmm. invest as we should in these areas, um, it's no matter how much we do, it's, we're still going to be falling short. 
Yeah, investment is really important. If, um, if there's something that you're passionate about or something you go, you know what, they could use a little, little more help, a little more assistance, not mm-hmm. necessarily monetarily, yeah, exactly. but just inexperience. You mm-hmm. know, it's, we, you, they're, it's, it's weird because you cross a threshold sometimes where people don't necessarily see the, the value in listening to someone give a lecture mm-hmm. about how they went through the process or, uh, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's that relating mm-hmm. issue, you know, it's like, um, oh, well, you're old. You, we do it differently. Yeah. Where do you do this? And it's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> certain, certain things don't change. You know, it's there, there, there's, you know, how you, how you hang a light or how you, uh, uh, set up a stage or things like that. Yeah, sure. There's a bunch of different ways of doing it, but there's a right way of doing it. There's a way that keeps you safe to do exactly. it. There's, uh, you know, sure. Nowadays with, with, uh, sound consoles, lighting consoles, mm-hmm. lighting instruments, sound equipment. Sure. It can, it can do more things than probably the, the originators of that stuff could mm-hmm. ever possibly mm-hmm. imagine. Um, but you know, one of the, one of the questions I ask in my, um, in my, uh, my stagecraft class, uh, is what, what are the three basic things that make up any lighting instrument? And it's amazing how they get really wrapped up in the, a lot of the big <laughs> details. But when I ask them something really simple like that, they, they look at me and I get like two out of the three, you know, right. it's like, you need a reflector, you need a light, and then you need a lens, you need a way to focus it or something like mm-hmm. that. And, um, I, I, you know, I, I was, I have found over time that the more I can kind of the noise, I want to say that I can kind of shut out or kind mm-hmm. of, as long as I stay within my fundamentals, you know, I can, I can, I can work. I can, yeah. I, I, it's not a problem. Setting up a light board in here in, in, in Trinidad is no different than setting a light board up in, you know, Autumn, Iowa. Yeah. You know, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, again, everybody has a little bit of different process, which is okay. But if you have the fundamentals, mm-hmm. it's, it's really great. Um, I, I know one of the of, of the things that, again, um, I'm, I'm heavily involved with um, different organizations, uh, mm-hmm. one being USITT right. and the other being OISTAT. Um, and I found that through USITT, there is a, a push for um, more uh, certified training as opposed to uh, a, a certificate of, like, knowledge. Right. Uh, or like a... Like a like a college degree. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, um, and I know that at some point, uh, the local IATSE unions mm-hmm. have varying levels of, 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 of training programs. Do you think that, um, at some point, I mean, it hasn't happened or unless I'm completely unaware of it, which is highly possible. Do you think that a, a unionized organization of some sort for theater practitioners could exist here in Trinidad? I believe very much so. Um, I mean, with, with and that being what it is and, and most likely what it should be, I believe that's what they're aiming for. I like mm-hmm. to think that's what they're aiming for, let me put it like okay. that. Because um, I think there's what, um, actual equity. Yeah, there's ac- there's equity in the in the US um, so. that represents stage actors. Um, uh, there's, and that's, 
they re- there's the IATSE, which is the International Association of Theatrical and Stage Employees. Right. Um, uh, there's AFTRA and there's SAG and there, there's right. a bunch so, of see, there's a bunch, a bunch of, of it. Yeah. So if we can get that down here, I mean that that is where you would like to see us reach at some point in time and do it to the point where it would be on an international level, mm-hmm. not just okay what we do for here is just there. I mean, there are some things we can keep because I think because of what we do, it's unique. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of shape it and, and you know do whatever policies that you need to conform to that. That would facilitate that. But it should also be on an international level where even if you go out there, it's one standard mm-hmm. and maintain that with an addition of. So that's the hope, really and truly, that they would come together for both these cast and crew and be able to represent mm-hmm. writers, everything, yeah, designers. Yeah, yeah. so um, NDAT is the National Drama Association of Trinidad and Tobago, and they are experiencing a, a resurgence because the, the association had been dormant for a while and it's starting to get its legs mm-hmm. back underneath it. So hopefully some in the next few years, some real progress will, will come out of it. Um, speaking of, of that, uh, coming up this week, um, it was delayed due to the, the floods and the rains that had come in in October, but the, the new play festival mm. is, uh, is coming up, and that's being at the, the Big Black Box, which is a venue in Woodbrook. Yeah. Uh, and it is uh, home to uh, Three Canal, yeah, which is correct. a... a prominent uh prominent uh, band and they are one of the great things that they do is they do a tremendous amount of outreach not only through music but also performance and 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 things like that so yeah. um the big black box uh is a is a is an outdoor venue yeah. with a with a covered stage um and in previous last year we did uh the new play festival there as well yeah. And uh, this year, we're, we're doing it there again, um, December 4th, 5th, and 6th? I believe 6th, 7th, yeah. 6th, 7th, and 8th, right. Yeah. Okay, it's the, the weekend. The weekend of the, yeah. With the Stop. weekend, right. Um, three, uh, three new plays, three new playwrights that are working with uh, mentors. Mm-hmm. And uh, it should be uh, an interesting experience because, again, it's an opportunity for, for people to, to come out and and see what their drama association is doing, um, and hopefully encourage people to participate in the the association as well, um, which I think is really important. And hopefully, this can kind of spread its way, and we can make that we can build that make South seem less far away for people, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Um, so, other than uh, uh, what's going on uh, around us, what do you? Do you have anything in particular, a project that you're working on? Anything uh, you'd like to tell our audience um, about? Well, again, we're working on new play festivals. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that that is one. Um, it's, it's just a number of them that's coming in because, again, it's, it's not even though I work at the Cairo, mm-hmm. um, I'm not there all the time. So it's, it all depends on where the plays are because we have some plays at. Um, the National Academy of the Performing Arts, mm-hmm. both Southern and the Northern Academies. Um, sometimes we would do it in um, Naprimo Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, we have we've just done like two dance productions. There's Asta Dance and another dance production company that came into the space 
that is that's in Carib. Um, I go down to um, what do you call this place? Can't remember the name. I think it's the, the Bureau of Standards. There's a, a production taking place there. Can't remember the name of it because I just have it scheduled. Right. So um, yeah, just get, yeah. Okay. Have your schedule. Okay, just put. Okay, that was the date. Put that date in. Um, so to to remember all of them, yeah, offhand. No, I don't. I could remember the dates, but uh-huh. I don't. Know. Uh-huh. Um, uh, do you do any type of consulting or anything? If people have questions, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I actually, do a lot. Most of the times, they 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 call and um, just to get an idea of the space. You they have a plans. This is what they would like to do. Okay. Um, this is the space they're looking at. You know what my recommendations are going to talk with them, talk about it. Okay. Talk about the set, what they should, what they shouldn't do. Give them the pros and the cons. Um, I try to let them make the decisions, but I just can't give it as much information, the okay. advantages and the disadvantages with either doing it this particular way or doing it that particular way. Yeah. And make whatever recommendations, lighting wise, that would assist based on their concept. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have a, a, a business email or, or uh, if someone wants to reach you, um, is um, there a way to, to get a hold of you? Yeah, the best way is phone um, because I'm always, by the time I get to my email, that might be quite in the evening time, maybe probably one or two in the morning when I get home. Okay. <laughs> so it's not it's not the most effective way, okay. but well, it is a way you can contact me. But the phone is, is, is always best because sometimes I'm in transit between meetings or between theaters or between productions. All right. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll put that in the in the notes if uh, if, if you want. Yeah, um, no things like that. Um, because, you know, we don't want to inundate you with crank phone calls or <laughs> people, you know. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I'm always, it's, it's funny as time has gone on, I've gotten a lot more protective of, of like the way people yeah. can get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. It's just like, look, I, I can't do everything. You're as popular as you are. So yes. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's me, Mr. Popular. No, no, no. I just, I just, you know, I get in, I get into something and it's just like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Let's, let's figure it out. That's, that's kind of how all this started. It was mm-hmm. just like, I want to have conversations. I want to talk to people. I want right. to, you know, it's 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 a shame that we don't get an opportunity to 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 chat yeah. more often and and, and share sure. you know things like that. I mean, uh, also our loves for bacon covered hamburgers, but you know, oh, yeah, 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 that's long overdue. <laughs> oh, that's very long overdue. That's very long overdue. But um, yeah, I mean, I I don't really have uh. uh, uh much else i know that you again we it's a, it's a sunday we got a lot going on and right. um uh you know like i said i don't want to occupy all your time but uh i appreciate uh you coming along i appreciate finally getting a chance to learn a little bit more about uh you and some of the history of, of the theater community and the production community here in trinidad um so yeah, man. Oh, and I say this even though people think it's awkward and it's weird, but I want to say I, I love you. I think you're doing great work. Yeah, keep man. keep putting out the positive vibes uh, and keep making uh, making great change. All right? Thank you. All right. Thank Good you, pleasure. my friend. Have a good evening. You too. Thank you. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us on this latest episode of the podcast. Remember, this podcast is listener-supported, so wherever you get it, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. 
This podcast can be found on such platforms as iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, we can be reached at archivett24 at yahoo.com. Again, that's A-R-C-H-I-V-E-T-T-24 at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Archiving Technical Theater History. We appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.